Welcome to another episode of Deal Talk. I'm Deal, and let's talk. My guest today is an inspiring person. Um, ladies and gentlemen, give a warm welcome to Sonny Prasad. Thank you. Thank you, Deal. Uh, it's nice to like be on your podcast. Then. Thank you. Thank you. you know, t- it's an honor to have stuff, you. Man. Yeah. How, how are yeah. you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. You know, I just came back from jujitsu. Um, you know, just yeah. kind of kind of winding down right now. And uh, yeah, sometimes I like chatting when we're kind of in a more calm state than yeah, in, yeah. In, in a very kind of, you know, hyped up state. Yes, 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 yes. Um, well, first of all, thank you for being on the show, man. Uh, I know we've been talking about this for quite some time and you're finally here. Uh, I do appreciate it. Uh, it's an honor to have you on the show. And, you know, how the hell you been, man? How's, how, how's jiu-jitsu? How's life? What's going on? What do you what you Great, got? Man. What do you got yeah. on your agenda? Yeah, yeah. Great, man. Well, first of all, thank you for inviting me. You know, uh, it's always good to kind of um, like we were talking about before we started recording too. Sometimes we'll have conversation with friends, yeah, yeah and yeah. we're like, "Whoa, that was such a great conversation. That was such an inspiring conversation. Yes. It should have been a podcast, right?" So I think I, I just love uh, you know just chit chatting, getting to know someone, and recording it, and then hopefully it can help some people out, right? Maybe inspire them or uplift them. So that's great. But um, how have I been? I've, I've been good, man. You know, I honestly, like after last year with like the whole pandemic and everything, it's nice to kind of get the feel of like, okay, things become getting back to normal. Yes, yes. Um, and, you know, you and I met at our uh, jiu-jitsu academy. Pro-cell. What's up? Yeah, <laughs> pro-cell. And, uh, <laughs> and it's like I, I, I've been wanting to like get back. Like I used, I trained some jiu-jitsu and other martial arts and stuff back yes, in the day. Yes. And I've been wanting to get back into it. And like, that was my big plan for 2020 is like get back into jujitsu and uh, you know, lo and behold, the whole pandemic and everything. So it's nice to get back into it now, but I don't know if I told you, uh, I don't know if we talked about it, but I was in Miami for two years. I lived there from like 2018. To yeah. 2020. You yeah. mentioned it before. How was that experience? Yeah. So um, it was good, um, but it was different than what I expected in some ways. Um, so, you know, I grew up in New York, New Jersey area for the most part. And, uh, I remember like, I grew up in Jersey, but, um, I don't, I, I don't know if you ever had this thing where growing up in Jersey, you always want to get out of Jersey. For yes. Some reason, right? yes. It's like, yes. you're always like, I, you know, as soon as I like get out of college or something, like I want to move to another state. Explore and, life. Yeah, exactly. I kind of felt the same. Uh, most of my life was in the Northeast and I just wanted to kind of get away when I was like in my late teens, early twenties and stuff. And uh, as soon as I got an opportunity, um, I actually ended up moving to Philly first. I lived there for a couple of years and then I ended up moving to New York city and lived in the city for like five years. Got it. Got um, it. But anyway, so what happened is, um, you know, don't like, tell me, don't tell you felt, you felt, you fell in love and you moved over there. <laughs> <laughs> no. So what happened to me is that I just, I don't like the winter, like the cold. Is, oh, dude, like, I hate it. I, I, I just like, yeah, I like warm weather and everything. It just makes me motivated. I feel better when the weather is nice, when the sun's out. So just like, you know, brutal winters. And I used to go to the, I used to go to Miami a lot because I had a couple of my friends uh, that used to live in New York. They ended up moving there. So I would go visit them pretty often. And uh, I was also just working from home remotely. And I figured, hey, let me, you know, give it a shot. Yeah. Let's see if I want to live in Miami and move out there. Um, so I ended up making the move finally in uh, 2018. 
And then once I moved there, the first six months was amazing. It's like, mm. you know, the honeymoon period where I'm on the beach hanging out, like living the dream from the beach. Yeah. It's like living the dream, the, the stuff that you see on Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. Living the dream. But after a while, you know, it's not what you, you know, what you think it would be. Um, it, you know, it just never really felt like home to me. Culturally, it's very different living down south. Um, also, just I have all my friends and family here in New York, New Jersey area. So I miss a lot of my family and friends and just yeah. overall, I'm like, you know, I just don't see myself living here long term. It's nice to like come back, maybe spend some time during the winters, but I'm just not going to be based out of here. So I finally made the, uh, well, funny thing is like, I, I was planning on moving back. Like my original plan was my lease was ending in March of 2020. Yeah. I said, okay, April, I'm going to move to back to like New Jersey, New York area. And then the pandemic happens. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm stuck here. So I stayed around for like a, a few more months yeah. trying to see how things unfold. But like towards the end of 2019 or no. So like, yeah. So what? What? what it's, we're in 2021, right? It's, it's, yeah, man. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's kind of it's kind of foggy memory because we, we 2020 was just like uh, not yeah, a good, it, it good year for any of us. Exactly. You could always like subtract one year from your uh, yeah. age, by the way, because 2020 doesn't even. Count. Yeah, yeah. So my, <laughs> my my 31 did not happen. I'm so 30. It did not happen. You're still 30. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, man. Um, but, um, yeah. So I ended up coming back, uh, you know, and towards the end of 2020. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's, it's it's I think life's been good now being back here, being closer to family, friends and, you know, getting back training jujitsu and like yes, focusing on my yes. health and everything yeah yeah man it's uh you got the blues right? i did i i actually get the winter blues anyways like yeah winter sucks really man it, it's very yeah. unmotivating uh yeah. it's i mean I, I grew up in the caribbean in puerto rico so i you know when it comes to winter i just try to make the best of it man honestly uh, now that I I got a son, maybe go outside, you know, build a snowman, uh, or do stuff like that. But you know, I am a Caribbean dude. I I detest the cold. Yeah, you like, yeah, yeah. you like the chill, chill kind of, you know, nice sunny yeah, day, and yeah, and everything. Yeah. yeah, not well, not not all that because I right. just I just like to chill. I yeah. like to relax. I'm I'm I I as I got an older and and just you know as you get older you know yourself better right so yeah. I, I realize i'm 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 an apt person you know i'm ready to go and i i you, need to in order for me to progress and think and evolve right. as a person, i need to have some type of uh common ground where i can just be laid back you know yeah so you feel like uh, you like more laid back environments and yes, not, yes, not too ma- not too many stimulus like stimulations and stuff. Yes, going on, right? yes, man. I uh, yeah. I on Father's Day, my wife took me to surf. I think Surf Beach or something in downtown yeah. uh, Jersey City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually live Surf City, right? Yeah, Surf City. There you go. Dude, so I literally live like five minutes walking distance from Surf City. Yeah, yeah. man. Uh, she took yeah. me there, man, and. Uh, it's, it's been a, like, I, it's one thing I detest going to crowded places, man. I grew up in an environment that either a shooting was about to break out or a fire, something, uh, 
gruesome and violent was going to happen. So when I when I find myself confined in these large uh, gatherings, right, I yeah. get, you know, my uh, I start sweating, my 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 pressure starts going up. I get very mm-hmm. uncomfortable and, and um, I, I, I get in a bad mood. I get in a bad mood, especially I'm there with my wife and my son. Yeah. You know, I I, I try to avoid those uh, environments just because. I want to say the trauma of years uh, uh, growing up in that environment. I, I just, yeah. I can't do it to myself. You know, it's yeah. like having the Hulk in, in a, inside a train under uh, uh, NYC, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's one of the reasons I, I, I joined jujitsu to try to calm myself, you know, you know, mental strength, physical breathing and all that, you know, because right. it's, when you're when you're grappling and you're under somebody, it's chaos. It's chaotic. Yeah. So it helps me, uh, and it's crazy, right? It helps me just tame my my, I guess, the animal inside me, right? Yeah. Well, so do, don't you like you? Do you think being in those environments kind of helped you be able to also like? I feel like when you grow up in an environment where it's dangerous and it's kind of violent, like yeah, sometimes you could feel anxious. Mm-hmm. But also, I feel like you could also take pressure better mm-hmm. and you could still remain calm under a lot of pressure just because it's like kind of like normal to you. Right. Yeah. Versus someone who grew up in like a very nice suburb and never really had to like worry about walking down the street or whatever. Like if they go into a certain neighborhood or whatnot and it's a little sketchy, they'll like immediately like yeah. start freaking out. Right. Yeah. You, I, I, right. I got like almost like a six or seven uh, sense and we're. I'm able yeah, yeah. to to like it's it's crazy. I'm I'm maybe able to read the environment or maybe yeah. predict something's about to happen. So I, you know I gotta move. Uh, yeah, it, it's a lot of pros and cons, man. It's a lot of pros yeah. and cons. But because... just but just just like anything, right, Theo? Like, there's no such thing as like this thing is hundred percent good or this thing's hundred percent bad, right? Everything comes with its pros and cons. Yeah. So. You know, like just like growing up in a rough neighborhood has its pros and cons. Growing up in a great neighborhood that just was very safe has its pros and cons too. Yeah, I think my my biggest, uh, I want to say, con is uh, as uh, being in these such environments. um, Like it's it's difficult for me sometimes to be sociable. You Mm -hmm. know, like. I think for me, that's, that's difficult, you know, yeah. because growing up in such, you know, like, like me, like, like I'm Puerto Rican, right? If you, right. if you know a Puerto Rican, like a Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican, who mm-hmm. just got a straight off the Island, you know, yeah. and he's in his like early twenties, maybe teens, he's hot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even if you, you're looking at him wrong and yeah. not even if you, if you look at him and you just, mm-hmm. you know, Look to the other side. He, yeah. he's already, that person's already fitting. Why are you look at me wrong? It's so tense. Yeah, yeah. You know the heat. Yeah. The the heat yeah. drives us crazy as as, as people, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's me, man. I I I'm I'm built like a fucking tank. I, I, you know, and I'm short, but I, I'm I'm built like a fucking tank. But uh, it's it's has uh, made it difficult for me throughout the years. Be a little bit more sociable because I'm, you know, I'm always looking somebody sideways, you know, like yeah. uh, my, like, it's that saying I carry my heart on my sleeve. Like 
yeah. don't I don't uh, disguise who I am. Uh, I'm always who I am, you know, everywhere I walk. So which is which is which is, uh, you know, which also has its pros and cons. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. Right. But it does does have a lot of pros. Like we kind of right before we start recording. One thing that we were talking about is that in the kind of world that we live in today, there we it's like that rawness and that authenticity yes, is missing, yes, right? Yes. And I think social media has ruined that even more because now everyone wants to just look good. They want to show themselves as like having a great Preach. time and they're Preach. always happy, right? Exactly. Um, and then what I think most people connect with is people don't connect with someone who acts like, oh, they're perfect and they're having a great time. But what people connect with is just knowing your flaws and maybe how you overcame them and, uh, you know, things that aren't perfect about you. Cause we can all relate to that. None of us are perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember, cause you know, this, this kind of, um, is close to my heart in so many ways, because when I was growing up, I always felt like I wanted to travel a lot. I wanted to read a ton of books. I wanted to, you know, go to this seminar or do this and do all the stuff, stuff right? Like I was such a doer, like I need to do this and this and this. Um, I remember like even when I was in college, I took a semester off. I like backpacked around Central Asia, uh, Central America. And then also yeah. like I was just burning through books. I read like so many books. But then one time I had this epiphany. I actually, so speaking of, uh, you know, um, I went to uh, this, uh, some people might know Tony Robbins. He's like yes, yes. inspirational, motivational um, no, kind of like, you know, no. life coach or, you know, whatever you want to call him. But I went to one of his seminars uh, a few years ago. And, um, you know, a lot of it was just kind of introspection and kind of looking at why you do what you do, because we all have motive behind what we're doing. Yes. We may or may not know it, but some a lot of it is also conditioned into us. So we're doing subconsciously. So I remember like having this epiphany there that a lot of the you know, my early 20s of like travel and, you know, go to this restaurant or this club or whatever was, I I thought it was driven from like, oh, Sonny's adventurous, he's fun, he wants to do this. But part of it was definitely driven from feeling that I wasn't good enough. So I needed to do all this stuff, right? To, to actually feel like, okay, now I'm good enough. Like I needed to be the most traveled person. I needed to be the most read person. I needed to be the smartest or the strongest or whatever, yeah. but that that need was coming from a lack. A did lack you did you like? Uh, I don't mean to interrupt you, but did you right, yeah. realize like less was more? Definitely, um, definitely less was more. Um, but it's also like you know, it's like I was doing all this stuff, and I was completely like underwear and not to say that it's not like it's it's always always good to travel or read and all that stuff but it's also where it's coming from right where is that need coming from anything that's that looks positive can be negative if it's coming from the wrong place right mm. if you want to actually be really healthy but you want to be healthy just because you want to feel good and you you, you want to have energy or whatnot that's good but if you just want to be really healthy because you have low self-esteem let's just say and you want to look the best you can then it's not coming from a right place. So I feel like some of the things that I did in my earlier years definitely came from a place of like not feeling like I was good enough. Um, and like maybe, you know, I needed to like do more and be more and stuff like that. 
Um, but also another thing that happened in that seminar too is like a lot of people, they kind of share some of the struggles that they're going through. And Tony does this, you know, what he calls interventions where he'll be mm, kind of like yeah. um, trying to shift their perception and everything, right? So a lot of people would talk about some of their problems and some of the things they're struggling with. And a lot of those things are just so universal. Like we all feel stuff, you know, very similar stuff. And uh, we would all connect with that person when they would get up and talk about their challenges and struggles. And uh, we just really like, I saw like everyone in the crowd like, it, really connecting. Yeah, with but isn't it like, isn't, I, I, I think I mentioned right. this with, uh, uh isaiah i had him on the podcast right? right like isn't it weird that we as human beings we're so connected like we're so similar in everything in life right. and and struggles and emotions and relationships and etc etc but yet we're still so disconnected like it is isn't it weird right, right. but I, I i it is weird but i think what happens is we're connected that when someone is actually being raw and real, we can feel that connection, right? Mm. As human beings, we're going to connect unless you have like really blocks and stuff, but you know, generally human beings will connect. But I think the reason why we're disconnected today is because that realness is missing, right? So everything is just so fake. Um, yes. And it's just gotten worse and worse. So I think the reason why we're disconnected is because there isn't that, you know, rawness anymore. Like if you think about us, whether when we were hunters and gatherers and we lived in a tribe or even some societies that live in like more tribal village kind of society, everyone knows everyone. There's no showing off and stuff. And, you know, some of them, right? Yeah. And like people know each other. So there is definitely that level of connection. Um, but when you get into like a bigger city where people don't know each other and whatever we know uh, it, about each other is not, you know, really deep stuff or like who you are at the core, then there is definitely that element of like disconnect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think like self validation is a big issue? Uh, just speaking back on, on what you're saying, right. It's self, uh, like people, like people nowadays feel like they, they need to be validated. Right. You know, they need they need that so so you can like them or you can appreciate them, right? Why, why, why do you think that is to you? Why do you think people want to be validated so much? I don't I, I can't answer that question because I don't I don't give a fuck if people like me or not. I just right, of course. I, right. I don't I don't you know I don't think about that. Now right. I have trouble like if I, I, I see somebody I connect with and like, yo, I think this guy's cool. I think he's awesome. I'm like, you know, I'm like a kid in, in a candy shop. You know, I don't, I don't because it rarely happens to me, you know, mm -hmm. and I, I find myself sometimes doing more than what I should be. And I have to catch yeah. myself and take a step back. Like, oh, what am I doing? You know, I have trouble with that because I, I, it's it's so difficult for me to connect with people sometimes just because of, of I'm so blunt and raw. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I, you know, I have like my biggest problem in my marriage is uh, I'm too blunt and yeah. jobs and, and family relationships and friendship. I'm just too raw, you know, mm -hmm. and I, I, I don't know how to disguise that. And when I disguise it, 
uh, I'm always feel like uh, I'm letting myself down because as I'm being wrong, I'm telling you how it is. I'm not disrespecting you. Uh, I'm not trying to get, you know, in a physical argument or altercation, but I'm, I'm being true for who I am. I like who I am, you know, Mm -hmm. but yes, people, I feel like people need, they want them to like, yes, approval Mm -hmm. to, to make, make them feel like doing something right. Yeah. Make them feel important. Yeah. Well, you know what's what's great about like being the guy who wears like his heart on his sleeve and everything is that you probably have whatever relationships that you have with your friends and stuff, it is probably very deep relationships, right? You have you probably is that right? Like you probably have deeper relationships. Yes. Right? Right, right, right. So it's like some people would have, you know, this breadth of relationships. Like a lot they might know a lot of people and have a lot of friends and a lot of acquaintances and all that stuff. Yes, yes. There is no depth to it because they're always faking and like being someone else they're not. They're always being diplomatic in situations yes. and stuff like that, right? Where I can relate with you too because I always, like I've felt this way forever, like ever since I could remember that I didn't really connect with most people either because I always had this kind of like, I was always a depth junkie to a point and I never really liked simplistic things like I always I'm a very nuanced guy like when I look at something I don't look at it as like good or bad or you know right or wrong I look at like things very deeply to different views yeah you gotta yeah 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 that was so that's why I couldn't connect with a lot of people because I don't even really like small talking like I don't really like like I can do it if I need to but just being like hey how's your day going no the weather is you know blah 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 it's like it's a too shallow i'm like yeah yeah yeah. something meaningful yeah proper (laughs) yeah 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 it's it's, yeah i'm also not a formal guy like i don't like formalities too um you know a level of it is fine but it's like i don't like the trim proper formal it's like it's so fake it just doesn't yeah yeah i i I totally get it you know sometimes i try to be um very uh formal and have these short conversations sometimes i find myself like too much because yeah. it's just it's it's so boring you know right and nowadays is is you know it's been proven time after time is who you know so who you right. know and what you it's not what you know it's who you know is going to get you to say an a b c and get you anywhere in life you know that's what you know pop culture is you know back in the day it used to be Back in the day, you can literally count people's fame, either music or movies and TV shows, right? It was it was those basically basic three things. Now it's Instagram famous, uh, YouTube famous, TikTok famous, Facebook yeah. famous, all these levels of fame, which is just suck balls, right? Yeah. And it's not real. That goes back to your point of view. Like when you went to you were in Miami, it's like, you know, it's like you had this vision, what's it going to be? But now you're there. It's like, this sucks balls. Right, right. Exactly. It's like, you know, if you were to see me on my Instagram or whatever, and I can showcase myself as like, oh, I'm living your life. Like I'm right on the beach, you know, look at my, you know, my drink on the beach. I'm working from here, all that stuff. But it's like, you know, not really. Like I also was like, I miss my friends. I miss my family. I, I want to be back home. This doesn't feel like home. Which is reality. Which is Which reality. Is reality. Yeah. yeah. I also had this, uh, I remember one time um, I was traveling in Southeast Asia and um, 
this one morning I, 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 I was in uh, uh, Malaysia and I woke up and like I had gone out the night before and I was really hungover and I felt kind of sick and I just felt really bad. And I remember posting on my Facebook like the night before that I'm, on, I'm, I'm in Malaysia and all that stuff. And I remember like just scrolling through where people are like, oh my God, you're living the life. I'm like, no, I'm not, no. you don't understand. Like I want to throw up right now. And this like this whole idea that, you know, everyone's living the life, but it, it's not true. Like we have good times and bad times. Like even if you're traveling, you part of it might be great. Part of it might not be. Yeah, you, you can, be, you know, be hungover, right. you go on vacation and like when I've gone on vacation with my family, I feel like I've, I've done more on my vacation. It's so tiring than what yeah. I'm on my regular life. Right. And, and it's ridiculous. You know, I mean, traveling, it's good, man. Seeing the, if you if you have a thirst for knowledge and just want to see the world, mm-hmm. you know, other people sometimes just travel the fucking world because they're seeking something and looking for something. Right. And right. when they come when they come to see it's mm-hmm. right there where it's been all this time. Exactly. So going back to, um, you know, people seeking validation, the reason why I think people seek validation is because they're not content with who they are, right? They're not happy with themselves. They don't like themselves. That's why you constantly want validation from other people or whatever, right? And I think it also happens because you cannot have enough of what you don't need in your life. So you can try to accumulate all the um, toys in the world. You can buy the best car, the best house, travel to the you know most places, earn the most money or whatever. But that's not really what's going to fulfill you. I mean, that's good. It's good for survival, but it's not really going to fulfill you. So I think we just live in a world more than ever, probably in today's world where people aren't really fulfilled. And that's why they're seeking constant validation. Yeah. Yes. You know, and I feel like even like when, like my last couple of years of my life, I haven't really traveled as much. Now I still love traveling, but I also felt like I didn't need to have this, thing where I always need to travel or, you know, I don't need to be addicted to traveling. I don't want to be addicted to even like reading a book or for that sake, I don't even want to be addicted to personal development. Right. And cause I've seen that happening too, because mm-hmm. I've, I've been in this world of like self-improvement and personal development for a long time, maybe like 15, 16 years of my life. And uh, I've seen people who are constantly, it's almost like a drug, right? They want the next hit. Like I want to go to the next seminar. I want to you know, read the next book and like, it's an addiction. It's like, can you just like let go of everything and sit down with yourself in peace and just not having to need anything? Yes. I I, I think I went through that, that same thing you're describing like two, three years ago, that same thing. And I, and I, luckily I, I realized it uh, early because it's, it's, it exact, it's exactly what you're explaining right now mm. that that addiction and you know i just you know uh i just want to you know every day that goes by i just want to progress a little bit more be a little bit better person better husband better father better friend for the family member whatever just you know not so involved you know and because you know when you're when you're like self-help uh personal development you're you're self-involved you mm-hmm. forget about the world and, and your surroundings, you're so self-involved. Mm-hmm. The only you matters. Right. And, and you know, that it's a good thing sometimes, but sometimes it's, right. it's, 
you're hurting yourself, you're hurting your possibility, you're 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 hurting your surroundings and your progress. For sure. And I think part of it is also like there there are definitely phases. Like you want to go through a phase when you want to really immerse yourself into like bettering yourself and learning uh, about yourself and like all that stuff, right? But there should also be a phase when you can just sit down and chill out and not have to like be able like wanting to do all that stuff because even if you think about like self-help and personal development inherently that also kind of uh, communicates to you or sub-communicates to you that you're not good enough in some ways in some ways very subtle way so if it's like self-help 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 that means i'm not good where i am i need to be better 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 right so that's not a good sub-communication sometimes uh and then i think life is also a dance between self-improvement and self-acceptance, like accepting who you are, where you are, whatever you feel, right? And then also bettering yourself. So it's that, you know, kind of like a dance and you got to balance those. Yeah, it, it's it's that yin and yang. It's it's balance, right. you know. I, with me, it's more like I'm not doing enough. Like I found myself, I want to say a year, two years ago, and where like I was I was trying to, I was training to, to run this marathon, right? Mm-hmm. And I was in that self- development self-improvement stage and it was it wasn't long it wasn't like i was doubting myself it was more long as like i'm not doing enough so i'm training for this marathon and you know monday comes i did three miles tuesday comes i did three miles wednesday comes i i i forced myself to get some rest and I'm, and yeah, I'm, I'm not uh, like I'm driving, I'm pacing back and forth in my house. I'm exhausted, but my mind is like, I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. And, you know, I got, I, I, I got through the day, right? Thursday comes, I go run four miles now. Friday comes, I do the same thing. Come Saturday, I'm like, I got to do more. I got to do more. I got to do more. I ran six miles uh, on Saturday. And when I got home, like, you know, I was deteriorated. I, I stood in bed for like a month, almost died, pushing myself so much yeah. and not be able to find a balance in it. And yeah. I, uh, after that experience, I had to take a step back, right? Yeah. Because, you know, people say you, you should never take step backs, but you should. Because mm-hmm. if you don't take a step back, you can't see your view. And the right. most important thing in life is, is, is knowing what is in front of you. Right. You know, because you know, we can continue to move forward, move forward, move forward, move forward. But, it's, you know, sometimes we're just going through the motions. It's like you're working a nine to five. You're unhappy at this shit. And it's nine to five. But yet you have done nothing to uh, do anything outside and create something to develop it and, and leave it. So. Monday comes, you, you know, you, you sluggish, wake up, brush your teeth, take a shower, drink your coffee, get dressed, work, the same thing, come home, take a shower, eat something, go to sleep in the same momentum every fucking day. And, and the next thing you know, you're, you're, you're stuck in this fucking rhythm. And little do you know, 20 years has passed of your yeah. life. Now yeah. you're in your 40s, fucking overweight. And when you realize that your health has deteriorated because, mm-hmm. let's face it, if you live in New Jersey, New York, Mm-hmm. the time here is different than if you go to Florida or Miami, mm-hmm. we run 24 seven. So yeah. when you're, when you're stuck sometimes in a 16 hour shift, you're trying mm-hmm. to come home and eat the first thing you see. What's the first thing? Fast food. You're trying to demolish that shit. 
you go to sleep for eight hours, get up, do the same thing again, and you're away and you're unhealthy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. I think um, that that is like the most scariest thing. Like if I have like one fear in my life, I mean, you know, like one of my biggest fears, I would say, is losing my drive. Right. And I've seen a lot of people who just like work, come home, watch TV, you know, maybe have a beer or two, go to sleep and repeat that over and over again. And it just like creeps up on you. Next thing you know, it's like five years later, you're overweight, you have health problems. And, you know, and I've seen that happen. Like, you know, um, one of the reasons why I really got into uh, health and fitness and stuff deal is because my dad, you know, I've seen him like really deteriorate his health. And, you know, he was a functioning alcoholic. And uh, just like watching him, like that was from my late teens to like, throughout most of my 20s, I saw him like really, you know, um, mess up his health and a lot of stuff like that. And one thing leads to another, right? It's not just when you're getting unhealthy, it's not just your health, but your finances are going to suffer, your relationships are going to suffer, because everything is connected in so many ways. So, you know, my dad had a lot of like health issues because of his lifestyle, mainly because of that, which led to other stuff. And like watching him like when I was younger, he was a you know a role model for, for me in certain ways. Like he was just a very kind of life of the party kind of guy. Enjoyed drinking and partying and just meeting people. And uh, also just like um, he was a big kind of guy too. Like just you know naturally he was big and stuff like that. Um, so you know just like the man of the house and all that stuff that I always liked. But then watching like the most powerful man in my vision at the time as a young kid. And then slowly watching him getting sicker and sicker and sicker, like I was like, whoa, like this is so that I think subconsciously too, in some ways that kind of motivated me to really focus on my health and fitness and not just physical health, but also my mental health, you know, making sure that mentally, emotionally, spiritually, like I'm focusing on all that stuff. Um, but yeah. No, that's, that's, that's much, uh, it must be rough, man. I I had the same complex when it comes to my son. Like, I it's it's one of the things why I, I you know, became an entrepreneur, right? And, and I, I couldn't see myself. Like, one thing about me, I am the same person inside my house. Like, I'm outside my house. There's no, there's no difference. I don't know. It's the same person. If I'm a dick outside, I'm going to be a dick inside. You know, if I'm nice outside, I'm going to be nice inside. Right. And one of the things like it's, it's now having a son and, and visualizing like, you know, he come to see me one day at work and I'm getting t- uh, talked down by my boss and, and having that fear that I might get uh, like diminished. And my son might look at me like, like you said, like you look at your dad as like, he's just this great person. And as you saw him diminish little by little, same thing with me, but like another person, like, you know, if I'm a boss in the house, I can't be boss outside. And him, me having that vision of him seeming like that, I was like, I can't, I can't. Yeah. It, it yeah. drives, it drives me crazy because you see me, I'm short as fuck. You know, yeah. it's like, you know, you know, going back to jujitsu, right? Like, I, I'm I'm constant. I don't know why. Right? I'm constantly rolling with the bigger dudes, right? It's I don't know why it just happens, and why you know the bigger you are, the better. 
because you know if you're on if I'm on the ground, you just all you just put your weight on me. You really don't have to do anything, right? And I gotta, I from from giving a hundred percent, I gotta find get 120, 150, 100, almost two hundred percent. Just make something happen, right? Yeah. And it's it's the same thing when it comes to my son, right? Mm-hmm. I I have to give all that in because I, I you know I'd be damn if if I'll get you know outworked or outshine you know because i i want to be that figure yeah in my son's yeah. life i just but i'm just realizing i got it sometimes i gotta take a step back because maybe uh being always you know the person shine is not the best and i i, I right. questions you know what example am i giving you know yeah yeah man i totally get that i think like you know i don't have any kids but i always envision like when i have kids um, like the way you teach your kids is not by telling them, right? It's by being the example, like whatever yeah. you want them, like however you want them to live is the way you want to live your life. Yeah. So they see it and kids don't listen to you, but they watch you they yes. see what you're doing and they're going to follow that. They're going to yes. imitate that. Um, so being that best version of yourself, being able to like be the positive energy, the, you know, the inspiring person, just, you know, calm under pressure, no matter what happens you know, daddy has it handled like that kind of, you know, mentality and that kind of energy. It's just so contagious and not just, you know, everywhere, like in any type of situation, like a leadership quality is to be able to just be the guy who just, you could just tell this guy's going to figure it out. Like if we're lost in some jungle or whatever in the mountains, it's like, you trust this one guy who's like, we'll figure it out, guys. We'll, we'll get out of here. Don't worry. Even if they don't know. Yeah. So that kind of like that level of confidence. And sometimes I feel that level of confidence, you can't fake it. It also comes from if you've been through struggles, if you've been through bad times, right? If you had to like crawl back out of like, you know, whatever fucked up shit that you've been Yeah, it's, it's like hunger. Out yeah. There, right? yeah. It's, it's, it's hunger. Is that, you know, and that's, like I said, growing up in the environment, I grew up, it's, it's like, there's a lot of pros and cons. Like I, I've struggled throughout the years with anger. You know, mm-hmm. you know, back then it was like I had to be this way. I had to show off because I had to survive. Yeah. Right. And now I don't have to live like that. But you guess what? You know, after after so many years, we have to survive like that. It's already embedded you. Mm-hmm. So, right, I, you know, right now it's you know, it's like I, I'm trying to de-escalate myself. Yeah. And ask the escalate and find that middle ground, you know, yeah. because like I have to go back to just like that, that, that physical shit that, that, you know, the grappling like that. I love that shit. Yeah. It's like literally giving me candy. Yeah. Like, it, it, like I get to, I get like, you know, I've times my, my I've broken my lip and, and need me in the face and, and just like my eyes pop, you know, they, they pop up because, you know, I want more. It's like an addiction. Oh, dude, I, I completely relate with you. Like I, sometimes I feel like I'm a masochist in so many ways because I love pain. So it's like, give me more. Right. Um, yeah. But, yeah. And <sighs> yeah. But I, I also think like we've become a soft society, right? It's like, because we have so much, we have, oh, man, yes. it's like we've become such a soft society. And I think in life, you always want to have some kind of struggle 
Uh, you got to choose to. your struggle, but there's got to be a struggle that you're continuously like trying to get better and like you, you know, you get crushed at times and stuff like that. So I think people get too comfortable when they have like they're working some kind of job that's like, yeah, they're getting by. They just watch TV. They, you know, stay like they're not doing anything. Yeah. So that's what I, I love sports and martial arts specifically because martial arts, you're always going to be struggling. Even if you're a black belt in jujitsu, mm. you're probably going to go up against yeah. other black belts. You're always going to have somebody better than you. Yeah. You're always going to exactly. have somebody tougher than you. You're always going right. to have somebody uh, stronger than you. Yeah. Stronger than you. And it's not, it's not theory. It's practical. You're going to roll with them and you're yes. going to have to tap out. And you're like, oh shit, I'm, you know, I'm not the man or whatever. Like it humbles you, right? Uh, but that's the, that's, that's the, for me, right? In my opinion, that's the most beautiful part. Mm-hmm. You walk in, today's could be your day, but tomorrow we're not. Right. And, right. And, and it's, but that's life. Right. You know, that's, that's life. what I was going to say. Like jujitsu feels like life, right? Because some days you feel great. Like maybe you tapped out a couple, you know, people and your cardio felt better. And like you ended the class and you're like, yeah. oh, I feel good. Like I'm on top of the world today. Yeah. And the next day you come in, you get rushed. Yes. Like, holy yes. shit, I feel worse. And it's like, that's how life is. Some days you feel you're like top of, top of the world. And some days you're just like down and out. And that's life. Yeah. But it, it, it's how you go. You continue to move forward. That, exactly. that defines who you are, you know? And that's, right. you know, that's the beautiful part. Um, what do you think about, like, uh, I have a high, <laughs> have a highly, uh, I can't even say it. I, that's how much I've uh, said it. Um, like, when it comes to society being so sensitive. Man, first of all, I hate the PC culture um, in our society. And I hate, like, how soft everything has become right so let's just say if i said something that offended you but if if it wasn't like completely out of line i just made a joke or whatever and offended you right maybe the problem is not me maybe it's you and what i mean by that is why are you getting offended about little things right why are you so sensitive maybe it's time that you do some self-reflection and like see what's going on there and i have some thick skin exactly and i think what's happening in our society today is that, oh, you cannot say this, like this is not PC and you, you can't say this, you can't, all that stuff. And people are like, okay, it's like we're giving them a free pass. Like, oh yeah, you could be soft, like no problem. Oh, you know, we'll make you even softer. So, you know, I don't like it, man. And also the thing with sensitive, being sensitive is that the, the word has lost its meaning. Like being sensitive just means, it means, to be able to like feel things strongly, right? So it could be anything, like e- even the ability to feel love strongly or to feel compassion or whatever, like just to feel strongly. It doesn't mean if someone said a joke or whatever, mm-hmm. like you get offended. That's not what it means. It, you know what? People are so nowadays, like this generation, right? Like the more the the more you're, it's like the more people are sensitive, the more opinion you have on certain things mm-hmm. and like that bothers me that, that bothers me like you want to trigger me just just be one of those person because like how can you have like first of all right so life is about views right like and i'm doing the best way to explain uh what i'm what i'm trying to describe right so it's about views yes. right you 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 have a square and it's a 3D square, right? So this is one view. 
This is another view. Mm-hmm. So if I'm being nice to you, right? Mm-hmm. There's another view that that's showing that it's I'm not being nice to you. I'm being a dick to you. Mm-hmm. And there's another view showing that I'm being, you know, angry to you. Mm-hmm. So what what you know, this this view is showing one thing, meaning our eyes are seeing one thing, another person is seeing another thing, right? Mm-hmm. Being that said, it's people are so sensitive that they have the liberty on opinion on anything, but yet they have no life experience. They have not right. reached a, a, a climax and point of their right. life. You know, right. exactly. they, you know, like I see these, these kids that constantly complain about capitalism and the government and mm-hmm. all this bullshit. And, yeah. you know, I, I try to, I've, I've always tried to play yeah. devil advocate. I could be wrong right. on certain things right. because I, you know, right. I'm not always right. So, you know, I look at like the government, like we're their children and their parents. Like Mm -hmm. if you, you're a parent and you have kids, Mm -hmm. right. And also if, if you become a billionaire, right. And you had a fucking scrape fight, blood, sweat and tears to get that money. Mm -hmm. You think you're going to give it away just like that? No. My point exactly. Right. So, so I, I completely agree about the fact that people have opinion about things that they have no clue about, right? So let's say even like, for example, you said like people who would talk down about capitalism, like, oh, mm. capitalism is the worst, blah, 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 right? Well, do you have a better alternative? Alternative? Like, what is, like, give me, don't talk about problems. Give me a good solution. Like, can we talk about solutions? Yeah. Right. So it's easy to complain, right? Oh, like, man. And that's the biggest, that's the bigger right. problem. I don't think, I don't think people complaining about capitalism wouldn't be a problem if they were bringing up valid solutions. Right. Br- bring a valid solution, right? Is capitalism perfect? No. But what is perfect? Nothing. You know, communism has been tried. It failed miserably. It sounds great in theory, but failed miserably. You know, socialism in certain societies, maybe if it's a small country, you can try something like that. As the country gets bigger, there's more people, mm-hmm. you know, only thing that's succeeded, not perfect at all, but has succeeded over the years has been capitalism, right? Now, it has a lot of flaws. Don't get me wrong. I'm in marketing. I know how the marketing world works and how we entice people into buying shit that they don't need and like, you know, all this stuff. I get all that stuff. And you know, there's got to be more regula- regulations from like government has to put in like, you know, stuff. But the point is like, first of all, we don't even know what it's like to be in the president's shoes. Like the amount of pressure he has or amount of stuff that he has to deal with and like what's going on behind the scenes. Like you and I, we don't know what it's like to be up there. Okay. We can pretend like, oh yeah, if I was the president, man, I would do this, this, this. It's like, no, like you don't know what's like mm-hmm. to be there. Right. Um, so that's like having strong opinion could be good, especially if you have some knowledge and experience. But if you don't have anything, like even for example, like I'm a huge fan of UFC, right? I love watching fights. So I'll watch, let's say, you know, let's just say, you, you know, Conor McGregor, let's say he's fighting this guy named Dustin Poirier. They're like top fighters, mm-hmm. you know? And when they fight, let's say you get a casual fan, be like, you know what, man, I think you should have punched instead of kick. Or he should have, you know, take him to the ground. 
It's like, wait, bro, do you even like fight? Do you even know what that yeah, is yeah, like yeah. to be in the octagon, right? So it's like people just want to give opinions about things that they have no clue about. No, I, I, I or not even they're not in their shoes. You know, it's like um, we're in, uh, I'm in Jersey City, right? We're in Jersey City, right? So there's yeah. a part of Jersey City that I, I, I don't, I can't remember the, the, the proper name of it. It's basically something that they're pushing people out to, you know, new people coming and develop, right? Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name for the life of me. But it's not, Berg- it's not Bergen Lafayette, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But that's a, that's a, uh, that's, a, that's a name for it. Okay. But basically, they're, they're pushing people out so new people come in. Right? And, you know, I, I've, um, you know, I'm always saying, right? And, I, and like I've said many of times, I'm open to be wrong. For as long as, you know, somebody educates me respectfully. Because right. a lot right. of people, when you're wrong, they try to go on Twitter or any social media and just blow your shit up. And yeah, but yeah. they're not even, uh, they're not even helping you understand it. They're just bashing you, right? Yeah. So when you, so they're they're complaining about they're they're kicking the people from here out. Mm-hmm. And my question is always this: But what have you done to protect, care, uh, provide for where you are? Mm-hmm. Like I understand some people can, some people can't because you know whatever, etc. But you know what what's happening with the people that can't. Right. You know you you go to Jersey City, Martha Luther King Street. Mm-hmm. It's dirty as fuck. It's mm-hmm. a bunch of crackheads, drug dealers. You know, it's it's horrible. Yeah. What's what makes it even more fucked up is that. Uh, the street is called uh, Martha Luther King, and then an yeah. iconic, I, an, an iconic individual who yeah. said, "I have a dream, which for right. people to progress." Yeah, and that street is is shitty. Yeah. So my question is, you're complaining about they're kicking you out, they're moving you out. As it, uh, I think it's gentrification, right? Right, right. Yeah. But what have you done for your community? Mm-hmm. What what have you, you got to be, you know, as tired and exhausted you are, you have to be involved in your community. Freaking better, right? right? Like right. pandemic passed. Mm-hmm. I, I started this podcast because I wanted to help my community. Right. I, I wanted to uh, connect to small businesses and give them a, a spotlight where they could come and talk about their business, their hope and dreams or whatever, et cetera that has it slowly evolved to something else. Yeah. I'm grateful. Right. That was never the goal. Yeah. But here's here's the, the truth about that is that I presenting you an opportunity and you don't capitalize on it. Yeah. You don't take initiative on it and you sit there right. and blame everybody else, but yourself. Yeah. I take that serious because I hold that to turn degree to myself. Right. It's a victim mentality, right? Yeah. It's that I'm a victim. I'm a victim. So it's, it's interesting because, you know, I've, I've always thought about that and kind of like gentrification that happens. And also like uh, people who live in poor neighborhoods, they, they eventually get kicked out because they want to, you know, like build high rise buildings and all that stuff. Right. 
And, you know, part of it is like, look, you know, I'm a minority, like, just like, you know, I'm Indian. So like, when I was growing up, like, I grew up around a lot of like Hispanics and black people, right, just like growing up in Jersey City back in like the 90s and stuff. And um, like, I've seen some of the struggle, because my family had to come here and struggle. And I've seen like, people struggle and stuff here. And a lot of this is also generational too. So like, even if you look within the black community, like there's been so many things that has happened over the past hundred years. And if, even if you go back like a few hundred years, so there is that trauma to an extent. And what I think is missing within some of these communities also is a role model, right? Like we need a role model who can inspire and like move those people forward. And, you know, every kind of like whatever communities, any community that's not doing like is not being prosperous and stuff. And I think that's like one thing that's missing is having the role, like role models and seeing people that can really inspire you. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you 100%. But here's the thing with that, that any role model that wants to step up and be that person, that iconic person to uplift uh, the people, it's simple. People gravitate more to something ignorant than actual something positive. Mm-hmm. So for that individual to develop whatever he's trying to do, it's not going to have an overnight. Uh, uh, I can't even talk. It's not going to have it overnight. It's something that's continuously going to develop throughout time. Exactly. It's going to take a long time because it didn't happen in a, you know, a snap of a finger, right? It also took a long time for the situation to get worse. So it's going to take a long time for the situation to get better. But the way things get better, let's just say, even if someone who comes from a, you know, let's say a poor background, let's say like my mom and dad, when they first came here, they had no, you know, real like education. They didn't speak mm-hmm. English, all that stuff. And they were like, my mom was working three jobs while she dropped us off to school and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And they had to kind of phase out their uh, generation. And then we were like the newer generation. So we're going to be slightly better because, you know, maybe we got better opportunities and stuff like that. And then my kids are probably going to be much better. So it is a generational thing. And I think that even like if like people don't connect with positivity, like you said, not many people, some people do, but let's say in a place where there's like hundred people, there might be five people that connect with you or anyone who's providing inspiration. Then they become this catalyst where they have kids and they inspire them and their kids inspire. And it it has to be a generational thing. So yeah, the change is not going to happen overnight definitely yeah it's not gonna happen overnight and it's not even gonna happen in like 10 years sometimes it might be 50 years it, it has to be a generational thing yeah and it's yeah. i agree it's it just you know it sucks because we need that person yeah not and we and we need, person, and, we need yeah we need many people like that. yeah and we needed them like yesterday right you know and yeah. uh, you know, but like, you know, one thing that, you know, time never lies. Time will tell you, you know, if things are meant to be or not. Um, but people do have to get up and do something. For sure. Either yeah. for the community or for themselves. Right. You know, you can, you know, you can continue to be on, on, on food stamps and, 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 you know, I've had to go through this, you know, many of times. And that's why, you know, I, I'm driven. 
You know, you could yeah. go get food stamps, you could go to that office and be humiliated. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I remember I went one uh, once with my wife. I think she was pregnant. And um, there was, you know, it was a lady with a brand new iPhone, some Jordans, some fucking long ass nails. And yelling at the administrator, whoever the fuck was there. And she got help. There was this other mom that had a, she had one Down syndrome kid and two other kids that were small. And they were asking for help because they needed nights to st- uh, a night to stay. The, uh, the the baby with Down syndrome, you know, took out her diaper and just peed on the floor right there and then. And they didn't get help. You know, yeah. Yeah. there was another mother that you can clearly tell she had postpartum depression for years now. And, and, and she was young. And the kid was running around just being a kid. But you could tell she hadn't. She was exhausted. For years now, didn't get no help. You know, you go to these places and you ask for help because that's why they're there. And you get humiliated. You get degraded. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, it's like anything in life, you know, people that need it don't get it. People that don't get don't need it. Don't don't need it. And and that's just life, you know. Right. Yeah. But you have to do something for yourself. You have to. Yeah, yeah. It's like you need to get out of it. And it's really hard to, like, I, I, I could understand, like, how hard it is to get out of it. Because basically, there's, in, in general in life, like, there's, like, upward, like, it's like a spiral, right? You spiral down or you spiral up. Mm-hmm. So when you do something, and let's just say, even if you go to jujitsu and you had a great day, you feel good about yourself, and then maybe you eat a healthy meal, uh, because, you know, you felt good about yourself and the next day you woke up early and you put in that extra kind of, you know, uh, time and focus at your work. So you're going up and up and up, right? Whereas the reverse can happen where let's say someone, you know, went to food stamp and they didn't get the respect or they were humiliated and they feel really bad about themselves. And because they feel bad about themselves, they go eat like a shitty food, maybe mm-hmm. like, you know, makes uh, you feel worse. milkshake makes you feel worse, right? Now you're feeling even worse. You didn't get a good night's sleep. The next day you wake up, you feel really shitty. Then you go to work, you're not performing well, and you just keep going down and down and down. And the only way is like, you got to stop and start crawling back up a little bit, and then a little bit, and then a little bit. And it's really hard to do, man. Like yeah. sometimes, you know, it's like all this getting, like when you're really down, like, you know, in life, like getting back up is not easy. But it, it needs to be done. Someone has to do it, right? You can't, like, because living in that state is worse than you struggling and, like, getting, trying to get back on top or yeah. know, get out of that. So I, I had this guy, uh, his name was Tony Vales. Mm-hmm. Ironically, he was Puerto Rican, right? Um, I, I used to work security, like, for years, like, almost 10 years, you know, work my up, the ladder. Yeah. You know, once I once I got my uh, I got my Wi-Fi, I I wasn't going nowhere. You know, With, so I, I I started something new. It didn't work out, and I ended up cleaning, uh, becoming a porter cleaning toilets. Right, and uh, I met this guy. He was Puerto Rican. He was the maintenance manager. 
at the senior living and he 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 told me for as long as you're doing something you're going to be all right and uh because at that time i was like fuck i I was stuck i didn't know what i've been doing security you know all, all my you know majority of my adulthood uh i you know i started you know i i went cleaning toilets you know i had a i had a nigerian uh supervisor who used to tell me puerto ricans ain't shit right uh shit i i, I he was that he, he if we were in if we were in slave times he was that guy who lived inside the house with the master right he did nothing to help anybody he was out for himself and you know what i i respected that but you know every chance he had he would put you down so it was just a, a very awful life changing uh fuck uh it was just awful right so he would he would see tony would see what i was going through and you know he was just telling me he was fucked up but he can't do nothing about it you know the only person who could do something it's it's me so he told me for as long as you do you're doing something you're going to be okay. And, you know, I, I rolled, you know, I, I rolled with that, bro. And today I'm here. doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter what the fuck you're doing. As long as you're doing something. Yeah. You, you're going to be okay. Yeah. You know, and that's what I try to preach on to everybody else. You gotta, you gotta do something because sometimes yeah. sitting down, procrastinating, letting depression and life uh get at you you're not gonna go nowhere man no no and if you're stagnating you're just gonna keep going down right like i was talking about the spiral is that you have to do something to get out of the rut um you know even in jujitsu when you're like at the bottom yeah and you just just don't do anything then the other guys the other guys gonna find a way to submit you right yeah but just even if you're just pushing his hand, yeah, like, just give him, like, dude, give him a just fight. Give him a fight. Exactly. Just do something, right? Even if you do get submitted, it's not going to be as quick. Like it'll still take time. Just yeah. give it a fight, right? So in life, even if you don't succeed, because not everyone's going to succeed, but just give it a really good fight. And then when you go out, you say, you know what? I give it a fight. Yeah, and you'll be more content and happy going right. out and says, at least I did something. Yeah, you know, exactly. it's like. You know, I tell uh, people who talk, you know, approach me on the podcast. Yeah. And because people like to give me a lot of opinion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. <laughs> My response is, what's your podcast? What have you done lately? Right. Yeah. And it's like, I don't, you know, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, does it? At least I, at least I did something. Right. At least I got out of my comfort zone and try something new. Yeah. And, and, and that's, um, that's the way I, I look at life sometimes. Just do something. Exactly. I heard this quote one time, like years ago, that really, uh, you know, stood out for me is because I'm, I'm kind of like a perfectionist in general. So I was trying to do like, even like I used to do YouTube videos and stuff back in the days. And I was my worst, like my own worst critic. And I remember reading this, that it's better to be done than to be good. 
And that really stuck with me. It's like, it doesn't have to be good. It just needs to get done. Like, however it gets. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the, 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 like, like when, when it came to the podcast, I had, it was, there was years in the making, right? Years of buying shit. I didn't need money with money. I didn't have. Right. And looking, looking for this, this type of perfection. Mm-hmm. But you know, one day I realized, like, what is perfection? If I've never, I've never done it. I've never created it. Yeah, I never even yeah. started it. So what? Why have I wasted all, you know, majority three, four years on this idea of perfection? But I, I don't even know what it is. I don't. It does. It doesn't even exist, though. That's the thing, right? That's why you don't remember. Yeah. So you know, one day on uh, January of. Uh, 2020 i just you know i just said fuck it sorry hey come on my podcast so i recorded a zoom and boom and we're here now yeah we're, we're uh, 28 with this so i think we're 28 episodes deep wow yeah sometimes you just need that momentum man you just like you know it's like a snowball effect like you just go and then you keep going and you know things just start working out i, I call it the fuck it uh method <laughs> Yeah, because sometimes fuck it, just fuck it, do it. Yeah, you do it. Just, you know, what's the worst that's gonna happen, right? You just do it. Yeah, yeah. man. Um, but um, you you mentioned earlier uh, you went to um, uh, t- uh, Tony, what's his Robinson. name, Robinson seminar. How was that experience, yeah. man? Because that gets crazy over there. Yeah, so you know, just a little kind of like you know, my background in personal development and stuff is uh, when I was like 21, 22, um, I was dating this girl. She was a few years older than me. She was like 25, I think at the time. And she was really into spirituality. So she was like a yoga teacher and like teaching meditation and a lot of that stuff. And um, she would like, uh, you know, tell me sometimes she's like, Sonny, you know, I feel like some of your energies are blocked. Like you can't really express Mm -hmm. yourself. And like, you know, you can't really be emotional and stuff. Like she would try to say it in a nice way, but I still was kind of getting offended. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, <laughs> well, like what? <laughs> um, but um, she's like, you know, so she would tell me about like all the stuff, like you have this chakras, like energy centers, and then you have this root chakra that, you know, you can open up and they just become yeah. stuff, right? And at the time I was like, yo, like you're crazy. Like, I don't know what you're talking about, but she told me that, Hey, you know, why don't you like start looking into like meditation and stuff? Cause I was also like very hyperactive at the time. So it's like, if you start meditating, you just like, you know, calm down and then you become more aware of your emotions and feelings and stuff like that. Mm. Um, so long story short, you know, she ended up moving to San Francisco um, back in the days, you know, when like it was one of those hippie spots where like a lot of people would go for yoga and meditation and stuff. And um, one thing I did have going for myself, even in those years, even when I was younger, is I always had an open mind. Like, I, I was like, I'll try anything, right? If, if I feel like, oh, you know, that might help me or whatever, I'll try it, even if it sounds stupid to me. Um, so I remember asking her, we were so in touch, and I was like, hey, um, what is that meditation thing you told me about? And she said, uh, well, you know, if you really want to dive deep into this, there's this 10-day silent meditation course that you could actually go to and like you they teach you and all that stuff right and it's a really great way to kind of like really go within yourself and like understand yourself and all that stuff so 
you know, I, I was kind of like an extreme guy. So I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. You know what? I've never fucking meditated my entire life, but I'm going to do this 10, 10 day thing. I'm going to go, you know, straight dive in there. So I signed up for like this course, which is, you know, a silent meditation. It's become really popular over the years now. I went there back in like 2007, 2008. So a long time ago. Um, at the time when I went there, like no one, like most people didn't even know what meditation was. But um, I ended up going to this 10 day course where basically you check in all your cell phones and everything. Like you're literally with yourself by yourself for 10 days. You don't talk to anyone. Um, you don't, you cannot read a book. You cannot do anything. You just have to be because we're not human doing, we're human beings. So learn how to be. So mm-hmm. like literally just being by myself. And like the first three or four days was so brutal, man. Like I wanted to run away. And I, I thought many times like, oh, my car is right there. I'm just going to pop off the fence and I'm out of here. Fuck. But I was like, I was like, no, I don't. I can't do that. Like I committed to this. Like I got to stick around. I got to push through. Um, so anyways, long story short, like day eight or day nine, one of those days, like after my meditation session, I was kind of walking and like this was in um, in like it was in Massachusetts. There's a place called Shelburne. So it's like kind of in the woods and stuff. I was walking around and, you know, I don't want to make it sound like it was very profound or anything, but I did have this experience of just feeling like super calm and also just connected to things and just feeling like everything was perfect in the world. And uh, like just the trees look brighter and, you know, I've never actually done psychedelic drugs, but I guess like when you do LSD or whatever, you know, the brightness and stuff. So I had that just for a moment. It didn't last very long, but that was this, like, I guess this thing that I just needed to be like, whoa, dude, what the fuck is that? Like, I need to explore this more. So then when I got back home, I really started reading a lot of books on like spirituality and personal development. And that's how I came across like Tony Robbins. I read one of his books called Awaken the Giant Within. Um, and I really connected with him just because he was also a very kind of out there, kind of, you know, very energetic kind of guy. And just like, has had a big presence. So I like that. I like, you know, I was able to connect with that at the time. I didn't connect with people that were very passive and soft, right? So if someone was like, you need to just meditate, I couldn't connect with it. I'm like, yo, like, you got to have some fucking energy. Like, so then, you know, <laughs> um, that was back in the days. I think I can connect with people like that more now. But, um, so that's when I, you know, after a few years, I actually ended up going to a seminar at the time, which is, you know, you also actually do, uh, you know, fire walking. So it happens mm. where you actually walk on fire. Yeah. Really oh. awesome experience, man. Shit. Um, so basically they lay down like all this hot coals and they prime you. So it's like, you're in a great state of mind and you just walk straight through the fire. The key to that. And I've done like other kind of stuff as well. Like even in, you know, how in some martial arts, like karate and stuff, you break board, right? Mm-hmm. You got to break, break this board. So a key to all that stuff is like zero hesitation. Cause if you hesitate and just do it, burn yourself, you just walk and just go straight through. Like a, a, a night commercial. Just do it. You just do it. Yeah. Um, even like when you're breaking the board, right? Like the way you break the board is like, you want to like break through the board and you just like momentum and then go. Like if you hesitate for a second, it's not going to break. Um, so, you know, that fire walking, um, was a great experience. Like, you know, just like really being amped up and just being able to do that just gave, you know, confidence, like, whoa, like I can, if I can walk on fire, I can do anything. Um, so 
So that was yeah, that's, that's kind of a little drastic. You have to <laughs> walk on fire to realize you could do anything. Yeah, man. Sometimes that's what it takes. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I tell my wife all the time, uh, Trump was president, so anything could fucking happen. You know? Anything could happen. Exactly. You just, just take that as inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, it's funny because, like, you know, you could tell someone, like, just be confident. But it's like, wait, what? Like, how? how do you yeah, really man. A lot of people doubt so themselves. Like, yeah. But it's like, I don't like platitudes. Like, I don't like saying things that are true, but it's like, how do you do it? Like, let's say if someone is not used to being themselves and they've spent, you know, most of their life being fake and stuff like that for various reasons. And if you tell them like, hey, man, just be yourself. It's like, okay, cool, man. I, I heard that, but I don't know how to do that, right? It's like, you still have to like have shifts in your brain to be able to actually do that. Like to be able to like have confidence or to like do certain things that mental shift needs to happen and it could happen many different ways sometimes maybe walking on fire can give you that shift maybe yeah, like, yeah. you know something needs to connect uh, or, or click connect. you know a moment exactly exactly yeah um so that was you know that was um one like the first seminar i went to and then the other one that i was telling you about was a recent one that i went to like a couple of years ago um but i would say it's definitely great in terms of like being able to um, be introspective about like taking a pause from your everyday life and you're in an environment where everyone is doing the same thing. Like everyone is learning about themselves and like really understanding the motive of like who they are, what they want out of life. Like how many people even sit down to think about like, what do I want to accomplish in life? Like, what do I want out of life? What is my life? You know, I want my life to look like, right? Whether five years, 10 years from now, or just overall, like, what kind of legacy do you want to leave behind? So most people never think about those things. So it's like being able to, like, go somewhere and think about those things and do different exercises and stuff like that. And I think the other great thing coming out of um, going to a seminar like that is the people that you meet, because you meet a lot of great people, you know, people who are like-minded, people who also have accomplished a lot of things in life, but also, you know, like, see things differently and stuff like that. So yeah, you know, overall, like I definitely had a great experience. That's dope, man. That's that's really yeah. dope. Yeah, and I think like for a long time, I was also on like this quest of like meeting like-minded people too, right? Because like I said, like I couldn't connect with a lot of people in general just because, you know, I just, I just the way like my brain works and my thought patterns and everything, my mentality is very different from like you know a lot of people. Um, so like when I was you know, back in those days when I used to go to like different retreats and seminars, I would meet a lot of people and, you know, some of them have become my lifelong friends. Like some of my closest friends now, I've met them at like different events and stuff. That's that's dope, man. Are you like, are you one of these people that can like sit back? Like you, let's say you're, you're in a room of, you know, full people, right. And you can sit back and just, Stay quiet to yourself, but just observe. And just by looking around, you can learn so much about people. Yeah, you know, I am that way now, I would say. Um, if this was like maybe when I was younger, I would say that I felt the pressure that I had to talk or I had to like interact because, you know, I don't want to be that guy that isn't like, you know, being social. But I feel like now I'm just so comfortable within my skin and like, you know, who I am and stuff. I'm not perfect, but just like yeah, to a definitely. point where 
I could still be like, all right, cool. You know, I'm just like observing and just like chilling and like just being comfortable and just like looking at people and analyzing things. I'm not consciously trying to do that, but just subconsciously, like, you know, I'm able to do that. Yeah. I got it. All right. I got yeah. it. It's yeah. dope, man. Um, tell the people where they can find you at. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I don't, I don't really have any kind of, um, anything to promote necessarily. Um, just, you know, you can find me on my Instagram, which, uh, you can probably link it, uh, in your podcast. Yeah. So that way, yeah, people can see, uh, kind of my journey as I go through, uh, my journey. Of yeah. Because you got some, some dope stuff there. You got like, uh, like a, almost like a video blog on your Instagram showing, you know, tell me, tell before we go, tell me about that experience. I, that's something I want to know. Like, what, what, what it, so, like, you have certain like, um, like certain pictures of like the camera scene. You're talking. You're in certain locations. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, what happened is um, when I was traveling a lot, I wanted to like. I don't really take a lot of photos. I've never been like a photo kind of guy. Um, so, I wanted to capture moments and like. It's like, oh, I go to all this places and i don't have any memories i don't do anything so that that was one thought and then the second thought is i always wanted to also talk about a lot of philosophical stuff like how i see things and mm -hmm. you know how uh, like my opinions about stuff um, the thought so process is sure exactly so i also wanted to like have a youtube channel and like record videos and stuff so i connected a dot i'm like you know what better than actually while i'm traveling like you know what take out a camera and like shoot like me talking about certain things right whatever is in my mind in the moment yeah, yeah. Of, like being in the moment and talking about like hey i'm like wherever and this is what i was thinking about and blah 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 right instead of like having scripted stuff to talk about um so i procrastinated for a while like for a couple of years like i had all the travels and stuff and you know at one point i even had a camera but you know the battery died and i was like mm -hmm. too tired a lot of times and too lazy to like you know, go find the store and like all that stuff, right? But then finally, I was like, I just need to do it. So finally, um, I I did uh, start recording some of these videos, um, and then just talking about like whatever I was feeling and whatever was do in you, my do mind. Do you still have moment. the the YouTube page? Uh, your YouTube I channel? I still have the page. Uh, you know, the, the some of the videos are still there, but I haven't really recorded a video in maybe three years or so. Uh, so I have older videos still there. Dude, I think I think you you should try, you know, because I know life is busy. Just, you know, try to do, you know, get back on that, man. You, I think you you're such an inspiration person. You have so much knowledge to share with the with the world, man. Uh, dude, we need we need more people like you just to share the knowledge and enjoy it. You know, not because you're trying to be better than anybody or no more. Just just be you because you as a person, you're an awesome person, bro. And you're sharing that knowledge that helps somebody that may need it, that may, yeah, you tell them now, it, it, it doesn't affect them now, but, you know, in the long run, it can help them out. I think you should really go for it, bro. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that, man. And, uh, yeah, you know, I feel like I've been thinking about, like, oh, I should get back into it and start recording some videos, even if it's, like, just from my apartment where I just start shooting some videos and stuff. But I've yeah, especially... So maybe... Yeah, especially now after, what is this, like, after COVID, right? Like, a lot yeah. of people, there's a, a lot of amazing people that are going to come out of this experience of COVID, you know, and, and you could be one of them. And 
you know, through this pandemic, uh, and I, I can speak for myself. I'm sure you, we've had the same experience. Is we have uh, like I've learned a lot about myself. You know, and and sometimes you know, uh, having a picture or uh, or, or recording a video, you need you need raw, like you said earlier, raw shit to be out there. It, it's not you, it's not satisfying. Just write it down or write it in a book. You need you need you, I need visualization. Somebody speak from the heart and 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 tell their story. Yeah. You know, we need we need that shit. You know, we're especially we're going now. In a, in a different direction when the world politics, you know, things after this experience, things are changing. Yeah. You know, and, you know, we need more. We need, we need more people like yourself that is going to uh, lift and not be afraid of share a positive word and say, you can do it, you know, and, and I can't, we, we just need that. It's very important for us right now. And, uh, yeah, you know, just yeah. get back to it, brother. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. And maybe this conversation gets me back into it. So, yeah, man, just, you know, yeah. I see, I see it. Here's the thing, right? We're, we're like this. We're f- so full of fucking influencers, but nobody's fucking making no change or influencing shit. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, they're, yeah. You know, here, here's an ad for something. I'm getting fucking 50, yeah. 50,000 for it. They're, they're not doing yeah. anything. Right. You know, right. they're focused on fashion, mm-hmm. entertainment, like, Right. Now, look at journalism, right? Mm-hmm. They people say jur- journalism is dying. Uh, it is not that it's dead. Is people is scared of journalism because it's real. Mm-hmm. You know that they're stuck on want to seeing entertainment, which is Kardashian, E News, right. fashion. But journalism, journalism, it's raw. It's right. what's happening in the Middle East. It's what's happening in Japan right. or North right. Korea, South Korea. It's it's telling you shit's happening. People are dying. Right. 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 And because people don't yeah. want to see that shit because they're scared. Right. They're, they're right. scared. It, it also it also bursts their bubble. Right. Like you mm-hmm. want to live in this fairy tale world, but it's not like there's a lot of fucked up shit that's happening around yeah. the world. There's also a lot of great things that's happening around the world, but you need someone on the ground to report that kind of yes. stuff right yes um yeah no i definitely agree with you man and also i think you know it's like the the attention span that we're losing now where people cannot sit down and listen to a podcast or watch a video for an hour or two hours i think it's ridiculous right that's why i think like tiktok's becoming so popular because you have i don't even use tiktok so i don't even know what is like 10 second videos or whatever like 15 did, second did, videos. You, did you ever hear uh, a qb oh Dude, uh, it's it, it, it's not uh, they haven't been promoted lately, but uh, like in a couple of like when the pandemic started, everything was like QB, which is like like Netflix before these short uh, movies. So you you will get like, let's say five minutes of one short. Then you can the, the concept was you watch five minutes now, then you watch five minutes later. And five minutes later, and and it's all in increments and in increments. So it's like uh, I I can watch a QB real quick, watch something real quick, and keep it moving. And yeah. like you said, it, it's it, it's affecting your your attention span. Attention span, yeah, yeah. Wow, man, that's so crazy. And that's why I actually really like that you have a long form podcast, right? Which is great. Like even when I listen to podcasts, I like listening to a two hour podcast or a three hour. I just let it. I, I just let it. 
Like I yeah. like if it's a yeah. video, I, I put right. it in the background and put the volume up and just let it right. you know flow just as let I'm it doing. run. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Because also like to really understand a point or to get to know someone, you can't do that in 10 minutes or 15 minutes. Like you need hours to like unpack stuff, right? Um and yeah, man, you know, um honestly, man, like you know, the, the society that we're becoming and where we're moving and stuff like that sometimes scares me um, in a way just because it's like, what is happening? When I see kids nowadays, like I have nieces and nephew and I see them glued to the screen, like their iPads and all that stuff. And I'm like, when I was a little kid, I used to be outside playing basketball or whatever. And like, yeah, I see man. them, it's like, what's going on in the world? What is this generation going to become? Like, what is the next generation going to look like? But and, I and, this, and, and what's crazy is not to go to what's crazy is, is that they'll they'll see other growing up they'll see other kids right. that are not glued to their phones or a tablet and doing right. what a regular kid was supposed to do they'll be judgmental to that kid yeah 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 but i'm i'm also hopeful that you know also the fact that we have internet and social media and stuff Yes, there's a ton of bullshit out there, like all the influencers and all that stuff, man. That Too much traffic. really pisses me off. But there's also some good content out there, right? There's yeah. also, like, great people that have a voice now and they can talk about their things. So I think that would ignite a fire in some ways. And I, I think there's going to be, you know, bigger shifts that's going to happen in the next 10 or 20 years. My, um, my, my only question is, like, how do you find that, right? Because you, for, for, like you said, to, to find these, these people who are actually doing something, dude, you gotta, you gotta search the web. Like now, you know, everybody has a blog. It used to be actually websites. Now everybody got a blog. So you go to these blogs in which majority of them are not, um, they're not functioning information, their opinions. Uh It's your opinion on a certain topic. Like example, you go, you go to uh, self-help, mm-hmm. personal development. There's a yeah. shitload of fucking articles, but they're right. not factual articles. It's just people right. telling their experience, and that's nothing wrong, but it's so difficult to divide it mm-hmm. to see what, is, what, what, it, what, what is what it is, you know? Right, right. It, it's so much traffic. Right, because there's so much fake information out there. It's like, how do you decipher between what's real and what's fake, yeah. right? And yeah, it is hard. You know, it's hard. Sometimes you got to go through a pile of garbage to find something that's valuable or meaningful. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's like it's like perfect example. How, perfect. Right. I'm not going to cut you up, but like perfect right. example, right? How many times have you gone like on Netflix and, and spend like 20 minutes scrolling <laughs> to find something yeah. to watch? Yeah, it's so much it's, shit. It's so much it's shit. Work. You don't know. There's so much work. Yeah, which is which is not always a good thing because there's a thing called paradox of choice, right? When you mm-hmm. have so much choices, then you know that's where dating is such a big problem nowadays because there's like all these options, right? It's like you have dating apps and all that stuff. Um, like let's just say, for example, it, back in the days, like if you went to a neighborhood cafe, right, and mm-hmm. they had like you know just coffee, like you just go and say, you know, you probably know the the barista or whatever. Like, hey, Susie, can I get a cup of coffee? Sure, right, no problem. So you just very decisive. You know what you're getting. Now you walk into like Starbucks or whatever, and you see mocha latte and cappuccino and da da da. And like, should I get the cappuccino? Well, maybe I'll try like, oh, should I? And it's like, it's like you go to uh, my my daughter says I'm 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 an old man because you go to Starbucks and you're like, can I have a like for me it's either right. small, medium, large, or right. extra large, right? right. Like have a grande 
or some other shit like a medium. Right. I want a yeah. medium. A grande, a medium. Yeah. I want a medium. I want a large. Yeah. There's no, yeah. you don't need this. It's all the same shit. You don't need to right. make a new, a new language. It's medium. Give me a medium. Right. Exactly. Uh, and it's it, so, and it's so the branding, same thing. Right? Yeah. It's all branding and like, you know, uh, it's just marketing. It's like, we want to be unique. So we're going to have unique names for everything. Yeah. And it's basically the same shit, but you know, you 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 start something and you try to make it different and different mm-hmm. and the 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 language the more you just like the more you try to simplify it, you're you're really making it more difficult yeah and, and just because you're trying to be transcend send it but you're really not right it's just, just fucking uh like it's like the language now everything is short like lol laughing out loud like yeah. everything everything has become a, a text message but in, yeah. in, in, in language, like it says, totally not tell. Yeah. I agree, man. I definitely agree. Um, I know where my, my, um, yeah, you know, headphones about to die. There's I got a boogie. I did want to, yeah, there's a couple of things I did want to kind of just like quickly touch on because it's like close to my heart and stuff. But I think in terms of like, you know, motivation and inspiration and, you know, all that stuff. Um, the more I've kind of gone into like learning and reading and going to seminars and events and stuff, the more I've realized over the years that true inspiration is only found within yourself. And even if you look at the word inspiration, it's inspiration. It means to be in spirit, to connect it to your spirit, right? So it's not like, you know, Tony Robbins is going to inspire you or this book's going to inspire you or David Goggins going to inspire you. Yeah, you could get a, you know, a kick of motivation or whatever. But if you want to find that true inspiration, then it has to, you have to find it within yourself. You have to connect with that. Um, and that would be something that's going to be everlasting. And, you know, it, it, you don't need the kick of motivation from different people. You don't need to depend on someone or something or a book or whatever to get motivation. Um, so ultimately like, you know, you want to be able to find it within yourself. Um, and then last thing is like one of my favorite quotes that I try to look by is this quote. Um, it comes from like an ancient spiritual text. It's, uh, it goes like this. It's better to live your own life imperfectly than to imitate someone else's life perfectly. And I love that quote because it's like, I want to live my life the way I want to live my life. Even if I fuck up and I'm a total failure. And, you know, when I die, people are like, oh, he fucked up, whatever. But I still did it my way. I want to do it my way. Okay, right or wrong. Yeah. Rather than, like, doing what society expects of me, rather than doing, you know, what seems perfect. Like, oh, this is what success looks like. I'm going to be successful, and I'm going to climb the ladder or whatever. Like, I don't want to do it that way. I'm going to do it my way. And even if I fail, that's fine. Even if it's imperfect, that's fine. But I'm going to live my life. And, yeah, and I think everyone should aspire to you know, share their uniqueness because we're all unique. We're all special in our own way. Like no one has ever existed like you do. Like just like, you know, exactly like you, the way you speak, the way you think, the way you process things, the, everything. There hasn't been another deal in existence before you and there's never going to be another deal in existence after you. And same thing for everyone, right? So we're all unique. We are whether we know it or not. And being able to share that uniqueness about how we think, how we feel, you know, what inspires us, what motivates us, like being able to share that unapologetically and being yourself, that's, that's beauty. And I think, you know, you cannot truly be happy unless you can completely, truly express yourself. Dude, that's fucking beautiful. 
I'm gonna use this, <laughs> dude. That's 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 uh that's you just fucking blew my mind. That's see, this is why you gotta you gotta get back on on your video blogs and shit like that, man. Because you gotta we need we're we need more of this. You know, we need more sunny. We we need more people saying those beautiful words you just said. We we just we need more of this, man. I, I hope uh this has been a great experience for you, man. I hope uh this conversation we've had in this past you know hours and a couple of minutes you help you to say, fuck, I'm gonna do this again. And yes, we need we need more of that. I, I can't stress that enough, you know, and I and I maybe sound repetitive, but we need more of that. You know, we yeah. we live in a world that we lack it. It's it's so I keep saying it. I've said it throughout the years. I said it throughout the podcast. This one and and other ones that it's so easy to belittle somebody and say you can't do it. It's so difficult to say believe in yourself and you can do it. You know, and to hear the to hear these these such amazing beautiful words you you just said. You have to actually go have to pay for that. You got to go to a Tony Robinson, right? Or to any other motivation speaker and pay for that. But yeah, there's people like you, people like myself, have it here for free and people are not capitalizing on that. It's because we don't have enough and we need more of that. So, you know, thank you for your beautiful words. Thank you for, for joining me. It's truly been an honor and a pleasure to have you here. And I can only hope we can do this again. I appreciate it, brother. I really appreciate it. And I think you're doing a great work out there. Thank man. you. You know, putting out all this kind of, uh, you know, motivation, inspiration, and just like light and hope for people. That is a beautiful thing. And, you know, like you said, like we need it and we need more of this. So, you know, uh, thank you for what you're doing. Thank you, man. Thank you. Great. You know, so I appreciate that, brother. And, you know, this has been great. You know, I just love having conversations like this. And, uh, yeah, we should definitely do it again soon, you know, uh, whenever. Yeah, whenever. Yes, 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 definitely. Um, Thank you for joining me. Uh, Thank you for all my listeners, all my viewers. I'm out. Have a good night, guys. Great. Thanks, guys.